cuts it back. 40, 45, 50. He's off to the races. Down the left sideline. To the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Aaron Jones. Oh, what a play. This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Quick Slants podcast at Game On Wisconsin. I am Jason Perrone of Game On Wisconsin, and I'm also part of the Packaday podcast family, and I want to take a quick moment to congratulate the podfather, Andy Herman, the creator of the Packaday podcast, on his 1,000th episode, which launched on Tuesday. I'm grateful to be a part of Andy's team. I know several of our Team members here at Game On Wisconsin are part of the team as well. And just want to congratulate Andy and everybody on all the success that the podcast has had over the past couple of years. An incredible accomplishment. I remember recording the 500th episode. It's myself and Mark Eckel. And 500 episodes later, well, I'm still still there, which is thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. And the show is still going strong, so check out the Pack-A-Day podcast if you're not already, but definitely subscribe to Game On Wisconsin and get all the great content and shows that we do over here, and it's it's been kind of a week. It's been a crazy week, a little slow if you're not really big into the draft, which you should be at this point. You know, the draft is next week, but it's it's been a week, and some, some things have happened in our country, and... I don't want to get too far into it. I just want to tell everybody and remind everybody, let's just be kind to one another and support each other through the progress and the change that our country sees. So hopefully it's all for the better. And regardless of how you feel about it, we do have a choice with how we tr- how we treat one another and hopefully we make good choices there. So as far as the Packers go, I just I wanted to just take a quick inventory of some of the positions of interest that the Packers could be keying in on as they head into draft weekend, which is next weekend. Now, Brian Gutekunst has made a fool out of many of us over the course of three drafts. We tried to predict what he might do, who he might take. The Packers have picked in the early 20s, the late 20s. They had the 12th overall pick. They've been all over the place. And Brian Gutekunst has done his thing and has thrown some surprises in there. So, I think we have to expect that to happen again this year. And there's surprises on draft day because none of these players have put an NFL uniform on yet. So it's a surprise in terms of the projection of what we think the players are going to do. But we never know. And so it may absolutely not be a surprise to Goody and his team of scouts that do incredible work. And as somebody who lives in the Phoenix area and reps the Pac-12, I have to say the Packers have definitely scouted well on the West Coast. And so I won't be surprised if they bring in a few more Pac-12 prospects. And what a better way to segue into one of the first position groups I wanted to take a look at, which is offensive tackle. And one of the top tackle prospects that has been leading the charge is Penne Sewell, out of Oregon, and of course, if I butcher these names, I apologize, but Sewell's an interesting one. Don't think he's going to be there when the Packers choose. He's also been projected by some to be more of a guard than a tackle. Then I've also heard that he's an ideal 
player to take if you need a right or a left tackle. And you can move him around and do what you need to do with him. Regardless, he's got a great pedigree, plays great football, he's a good football player. Uh, I say with some of these names that get really popular and get thrown around, I've mentioned it on previous shows, the Packers are less likely to draft a guy whose name gets thrown around a ton. It just doesn't seem to happen all that much. I had never heard much about Jair Alexander in 2018. Didn't really know who he was. Now in 2019, I I knew who Rashawn Gary was. I just did not think in my right mind that the Packers were going to draft him with the 12th overall pick. Uh, and then, of course, we all know who Jordan Love was. Once again, didn't have any, any inkling that Goody might go that route. But he, in fact, did. So, you know, you've got guys like Tevin Jenkins. Sam Cosme's name has been thrown around out there. Alex Leatherwood. And some of the mock drafts that I, at the, the draft network, that I've seen Leatherwood's actually still there. If if you have the free version of it and you can't trade out, I've actually seen Leatherwood make it all the way to the end of the first round. Liam Eichenberg uh, might be more of a guard prospect, and Mark Echo, my my Packaday uh, podcast partner, probably just fidgeted a little bit in his seat because it's another Notre Dame prospect, and we all know how Mark feels about Notre Dame prospects, but. Some of those names could potentially be on the radar of the Packers, and it's it's not the fun get after the the ball, big wide receiver, big corner, big skill player type of you know it's not a Kyle Pitts type of pick, but it's if you want to get a ten year starter at tackle, you've got to take them early, and so one of those players is absolutely a possibility I think for Green Bay if they want to go with a tackle. They want to go with a lineman or they want to go with a tackle. So those are just some names I thought I would throw out there at the tackle position. Now at corner, everybody's really hot scouting the cornerbacks because the Packers just seem to need a corner. They signed Kevin King to a one-year deal. The future of the cornerback room looks bleak. And oh, what are they going to do? Well, there is some truth to that, I think. Uh, I think if you want to look at another position as far as stocking the cupboard, it's the future of it is a lot more bare than corner. And we'll get to that position next. But you have a lot of players that are potentially going to be known to Packers fans. Because, again, they've paid a lot of attention to the cornerback position. Greg Newsom, Caleb Farley. With Farley, I think it's going to depend on how that medical comes in and if he falls at all. I've seen him go as high as the 12th, the 11th pick. Might be the first cornerback taken. So it just it just depends on on what he does. There's a couple players every year that just slide a little bit. You just you never know why, but they do. So Farley's another one. Asante Samuel Jr. We all know uh, his pedigree. His dad played in the NFL, Patriots and Eagles for many years. Aaron Robinson, Kelvin Joseph, Feti Melifanwu, who is a second, third round prospect. Heard his name thrown around a lot. And I think it's probably more just because people like saying it and sounding smart when they do it. But at corner, you know, a lot of those players and a couple of the, at least a couple of those guys, Newsom and Farley, I think it would be stretched to make it where the Packers sit right now. I think they'd have to move up if they want to draft someone like that. Just seems to be kind of the way that it's going. Newsom was a name that seemed like an easy fall to the Packers. Okay, we'll take Newsom. Seems to make sense. Now, it's, Newsom's getting a lot of pub. You know, the pro day st- stuff is coming in. He's starting to get some more play, and so there's there's less of a likelihood that he's going to be there unless the Packers want to move up to get him if they feel that strongly about him. 
But besides the cornerback position, the wide receiver position really is, is the cupboard's bare after this year. I mean, Devontae Adams is the only one under contract, and he's going to get extended for sure. But no one else under contract. I mean, the receiver room is going to get real thin after the 2021 season. And Goody, one thing we have do know, even though he Gutekunst has definitely made us look silly before because we can't predict and know what he's going to do, is he drafts with that eye on the future. And the Magic 8-Ball says there's, you know, there's like I said, there's no, no receivers that are really under contract next year uh, except for Devontae Adams. And he's approaching 30. He's going to get extended, but he's approaching 30. So you've got to infuse some young talent into that wide receiver room. And do the Packers decide to start doing that this year? Do they double up? Do they take multiple receivers this year? Brian Gutekunst met with Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. They didn't get Tyler Johnson last year. And I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek because I don't even know if they how highly they thought of Tyler Johnson. But you know, maybe this year Goody says, hey, I'm getting my guy from Minnesota this time. Although I, I think if, if the Packers had a guy last year at wide receiver, uh, my bet is on it was Justin Jefferson or it was Brandon Ayuk. And both of those players were snagged and taken before the Packers had a chance to pick. They moved up and they took Jordan Love. So if the Packers want to go wide receiver, obviously Bateman, great great prospect there. And, and Gutekunst took the time to meet with him personally. So it would seem like he's on their radar. But you've got Elijah Moore. And Elijah Moore, I saw do the dance in the draft. I saw him go really early. I also saw him fall late into the first round. So it just depends on what's going to happen on draft night. Rondale Moore, Diami Brown, Kadarius Toney. Kadarius Toney was an early draft crush, and he was a name that was thrown out there as one of the top wide receivers when the season had just ended. And, you know, if he's there... I would have been excited about this a couple months ago. I just don't see Green Bay going this direction. I don't think it's a gut feeling that I have. I don't really have any other basis for it. I just don't think Kadarius Tony's their guy. I, I think it's more likely to be one of those others. And maybe they do trade up this time. And they're like, look, we need to get an impact receiver. We need somebody opposite Devontae. We think Big Bob's going to be good at tight end. We're, you know, we're going to get Josiah DeGuara back from injury. And let the offense roll. We got Aaron Jones back. You know, the offensive line is looking pretty good, especially if they draft one of these top offensive linemen. And then they're not going to have a chance probably to draft one of these top wide receivers. But they've got to get an impact guy. They've got to get that. That's the key. They've got to get the impact. Right. And speaking of impact, you know, if I go back to the secondary for a second there, because I talked about the corners and I mentioned some of those corners that I, I like. And, and honestly, Greg Newsom, Caleb Farley, Asante Samuel Jr., just plan on them being gone. Just plan on them being gone. They've been talked about a lot. They tested well. They're being talked about a lot for a reason. The Packers don't pick high. So just plan on those three being gone. Aaron Robinson, Calvin Joseph, Melifonwu, those might be guys the Packers target for the value in, in the second round. Maybe they move back. They grab a second pick in that top 100, and they double up at corner again. Who knows? It's anyone's guess. But look at the safety group. Because to me... I think the safety group is more intriguing than the cornerback group because a safety can do many, many things. And if you get the right safety, you just freed up the guys that you have right now to do more things maybe that are more based on their strengths. Darnell Savage, playing in the box, playing in the slot, not having to play center field. You get a guy like Elijah Molden out of Washington, Javon Holland out of Oregon, Throw some love to the Pac-12. Richie Grant, Jamar Johnson, guys like that 
the versatility. There's no Raven Green. So you need you need a little bit of that Swiss Army knife. You need the Micah Hyde, but hopefully more athletic type back there. And so do the Packers go that direction? Chances are the, the first pick that they take in this draft, whether it's in the first or second round, is probably not any of the names that I just mentioned, because that's what the Packers do. They just don't they just don't really tend to to go with the mainstream. They do their own thing. And they keep it tight lipped and we just don't know what the Packers are gonna do. So it's a lot will be said about it, a lot will be talked about it. If it's a defensive player, once again, the team doesn't love Aaron Rodgers, they're not getting him any help. If it's an offensive player, well, why didn't they do this last year? Now they're getting Rodgers help when when really they need help need help on defense. They're just gonna be the same thing that they were last year. I can already hear all of the arguments right now as we speak. But you know, it's it, like I said, it's it's been kind of quiet. It's been kind of quiet on the Packers front. There hasn't really been a lot of other big Green Bay news to speak of outside of what the Packers are doing to just prep and get ready for the draft. So a real short and sweet show this week, but I wanted to get back in and and do one. Oh, I, I guess I should mention since since this does kind of pertain to the division. But it came out and there's. it sounds like Adrian Peterson wants to play one, another year and he's looking to sign with a contender. Okay, well, shocker. Adrian Peterson gonna, is going to play another season and, uh, you know, why, why not make a tour around the NFC North? He won't end up in Green Bay, but, you know, go ahead and sign with the Bears. Go go sign with the Bears and play, play a, a season in Chicago and, you know, get another couple cracks at the Vikings if, if you think it's worth it. But uh, that's, that's more NFC North news there as far as as the football world goes. So uh, everybody enjoy the rest of your week. I will definitely be back next week. I'll do a show because it's going to be, it'll launch the day before the draft starts and hopefully there's some more talk, some more rumors. I'm hearing about the Bengals maybe looking to move back. I'm reading about the Miami Dolphins maybe looking to move back. So all the smoke screens and the lying season is in high gear. It's in full effect and it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be another fun draft. And what do we know? There's going to be 32 players that are going to be taken on the first night. That much I can tell you. So, again, everybody be good to each other. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for stopping by this uh, shorter edition of the Quick Slants podcast. I'll be back next week. Well, if you have any questions, any feedback, you can tweet me at, at Jason Perone on Twitter. Send me feedback. Send me questions. Happy to address those on a future show. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend to come. And as always, go Pack Go! Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae. From right to left. Cutting left to the 50. To the 45-40. Track down from behind. 